All right, friends. <clears throat> Screen mode has been set to 60 hertz. You know what that means. Means it's time for some delightful, delightful Pikmin. And by Pikmin, I mean Pikmin 2, of course. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to to dissemble about that too much. Uh, we haven't played Pikmin in a while. Uh, this is day eight. Funds three hundred. Th sorry, three thousand three hundred and fifteen. Treasures twenty-two. Playtime two hours and thirty-two. We will. Uh... Oh no! It's an empty can. Here's a not empty can. Today's milk of the day is a Papillon Monster. Um, it's apparently a French word. The can is orange with a bunch of butterflies on it. And I'm sure drinking it. And I sure can't tell you what the heck we're drinking. Uh... Friends... Friends, do we have... We, uh, there's, I see red and I see yellow. And I know that we got some purple and whites. We need blue before we can go to the Valley of Repose. I think we can get blue from the Awakening Wood. Alright, I'm gonna land in the Awakening Wood. Now, this is my favorite part about Pikmin 2. This is why Pikmin 2 is the best Pikmin game. Because I don't know if we can get the Awakening Wood to, to get us what we want or not. But, like, I'm totally not stressed about it. Because we have unlimited days. And unlimited days makes everything not stressful. Alright, so we're gonna... Oh, we got... <laughs> we got 30 yellows. Our entire group is, is 30 yellows. All of our yellows. Alright, so we're gonna have these yellows get some get some little pellets. Alright, so we're we're fighting some sheer grubs. We're grabbing some pellets. And come on everyone. Let's see. We've hatched four. Hatching a few more. Five. We can tell how, because of it shows the number that are in your squad and the number that are on the field. Um. So let's see, up to forty-four. So we just got fourteen. That's not bad. Let's get some more sheer grubs. Yeah. Have I told you how much I hate sheer grubs, folks? Because, ha uh, ha, is it a lot? Indeed, it is a lot. Uh, so that's four more. We'll let them go a little bit. Over here, we got a bulb orb. Now, Dan K had some questions as to how you defeat a bulb orb. So let's, uh, go up. 
place the little indicator on top. And then you just you slam A a whole bunch. And uh, even with yellows, you have like the lowest, well not the lowest, but have pretty bad combat power. You just keep throwing the Pikmin, and uh, there you go. Now they're dead. And it's going back to the little onion. And by dead, I mean sleeping a lot. Wouldn't want to talk about death and destruction with, with, with uh, younger friends watching the show. So we're just going to say he took a special nap that puts him back in the onion. And turns him into Pikmin. And, uh, let's see. Okay, now we've got 60 yellows. Let's proceed. And by proceed, I mean... We're going to... Oh. There's a nectar bug. Let's see if we can throw it. Oh, this triggers a cutscene where there's, like... What is this? A strange mold-like botanical entity has spread across the ground here. Interesting. I'm detecting other plant life suffocating beneath it. Yeah, it's like a spiderweb thing that is totally... Oh, what? What a ripoff! The cutscene prevented me from getting the nectar that I was supposed to be able to get. There's like this spider-like spiderweb thing that prevents some of the plants and you're supposed to use your Pikmin to like bash the berries free from the spiderweb and like who gives a darn rip the plants these plants are basically useless anyway I wanted my nectar and then your stupid cutscene prevented me from getting the nectar what a con job Nintendo has pulled one over on me. Hmm. I'm having a few V-Sync issues today, friends. Let's let's pause for a moment while while I check on these V-Sync issues because you know what? If there's anything that's a crime more than a low hit point warning, it's that um Oh, yep, we definitely want to turn on V-Sync. Decreases performance if emulation speed is below 100%. If unsure, leave this unchecked. So the best part about Dolphin that we have to appreciate them for is that on every single setting, they tell you, hey, if you don't know what to do, this is what we think you should set. We're going to let you do whatever you want, but we think it should be like this. And, uh, oh, there we go. This is much better. Yeah. Yeah, all that screen tearing is gone. Ooh, okay, so we have a little... We have a, a monster up on the cliff. But also the cliff to walk to is past some water. So we gotta throw all the Pikmin up on the cliff. Bolivar and Louie can walk through the water. The yellow Pikmin cannot. So we're gonna throw them up on the cliff. And then we're gonna go around through the water side. Splish splash. And then we're going to watch another cutscene. You know what, Nintendo? If you never showed me another cutscene for the rest of my life, I would be happy. Just cut anytime you think you anytime you think that a cutscene should happen, 
Just resist that urge. Nintendo would be a better producing company if they... Like, if Miyamoto, if the spirit of Miyamoto was suddenly filled with the hatred of cutscenes, that would make Nintendo a better company, because Miyamoto's got his fingers in every damn project. And I would like to formally announce, friends... Oh, by the way, the cutscene is about Blue Pikmin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. We can observe Wild Pikmin to observe their true nature. Ding, I apologize. I was momentarily entranced by them. Now, back to work. Okay, whatever. Okay, once again we the the cutscene has during a monster attack has caused our entire battle plan to get messed up and we have gotten our pikmin killed because of uh because of the cutscene so so just life is horrible uh but we got we got our little pikmin bashing down the fence as hard as our little heads will help. As hard as our little heads will go. Um, let's check what's over here. I think everything over here is collected. Okay. The one of the underground holes has a little flag next to it to show that you conquered it. I like the little flag. Um This is an electrical fence, so if Olimar were to go near it and touch it directly, it would shock us. We don't. I, I think you can get electricity proof later in the game. We just don't have it right now. Uh, you can get a ton of upgrades in this game. You can get way overpowered. Overpowered power creep. I don't know. I saw someone today posting about how. Oh, don't talk about how certain magic cards are power creep. And I'm like, sometimes I just don't get the discourse. You know, friends. Like sometimes. Sometimes you think of yourself as like, oh, I'm a very online person. I'm I'm checking on what the people are saying like every 30 minutes. And then someone says something and you realize that you are in fact not a very online person at all. Uh, so we're gonna have Louie take all of the yellows back to, uh, back to the home. Uh, we're going to pick all the spare yellows that we got right now, and that puts us at 64 yellows, gonna put them in the onion, switch to Olimar, Olimar is gonna go check out this pond, where we got some blue Pikmin! I have some little Pikmin plushies, and the saddest part about the Pikmin plushies is that they're, um, their little, their stems are so big and heavy relative to what their body can hold up that they can't stand upright on their own. So we ha I have to, like, prop them against the other stuffed animals on the shelf. At last you have encountered them. They seem to have grill-like ducts, oh, gill-like ducts, on their cheeks. They must be blue, Pikmin! Like the other types, they look to you for direction. Okay, while they are indeed surviving naturally, blah 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 blah. Yeah, they actually cannot defeat the little frog monster. Uh, like, it doesn't- they don't do damage to it. It doesn't have a hit point bar. Um, 
while while they're like fighting it naturally. They could never defeat it. But then as soon as you as soon as you get them, you can sick a little uh, like a little dude on on the frog monsters and they'll chase it down and, and capture it. I gotta say these water effects are pretty good for like a GameCube era thing. I'm a little bit impressed. Um, and the splash noises are delightful. I'm really liking these splash sounds. Um, so right now we're just in, in the pond. There's a bunch of little pellet posies. And uh, we're, we're defeating monsters. These blues are chasing around one of the little tadpoles, and they're gonna get it. They're gonna get it eventually. Or maybe they're not. Oh, they got it, they got it! Alright. Let's see. Got it. Oh. He's going everywhere. Chase him, chase him, chase him. Oh, 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 we almost got him. He's down in the yellow. Run, run, run. So he dashes and then every so often he stops. But every so often he'll like also do like a U-turn and run through the Pikmin crowd and then they'll get one hit in. All right, all right. All of the little tadpoles have been defeated. Time to... Alright, we got 22, 23... Okay. We have 23 blues, and we have found a treasure. It's a Mario paint. Hmm. So that only... 20 Pikmin can carry the paint brush for the paint tube. Hmm, what can I do with three blues? I want to get more blue Pikmin before the end of the day. That's really what I want to do. I'm not sure where to get more blue Pikmin. There don't appear to be any more pellet posies. I kind of got them all with the yellows. Hmm. Oh, there's a treasure way up high. Let's get that little treasure way up high. So Olimar is going to the onion. He's going to get out, say, 20 yellows. That sounds right. Let's go back to the treasure way up high. Uh. Hmm. There we go, they got it. It's like a bottle cap or something. Okay.
pa pa Blue Mario paint tube. Name decorative goo. Value 80... 80 picos. 80 pick pick. Pocos. That's the currency. Pocos. Alright, so we're gonna put away the yellows. And there's an underwater gate. So we don't have much time left. We're just gonna have the blues bash the underwater gate. Oh, wait! There's... There's some rocks. Vita Mals, says the bottle cap. Its name is a hypnotic platter. There's um, some rocks next to the gate, and it looks like if we bash the rock, we can probably drain the pond. And I think if the pond drains out, then we will be able to uh, have the... Oh, yeah, yeah! The water drains out, and now everyone can participate in bashing on the gate. And it's very close to the end of the day, but I think with all of our... We're going to get a bunch of flowered red Pikmin. And uh, I think we can do it. Come on, Louie. It's almost sundown! Hurry up! Oh, we got we got this in the bag. Let's see. Okay, yeah. There's an electric fence sort of up some stairs that leads to um, a cave. But we cannot possibly get our way through the electric fence and get into the cave before the end of the day. So we're just going to put away our Pikmin. We'll just go to sunset. We don't need to count off the last nine days, the last nine seconds. Have a whole bunch of monsters attacking the rocket ship as it takes off. Uh, spike nose shell monsters and frogs and dwarf bulb orbs. What's today's report? Funds earned 180 pokos so far, 3,495 out of 10,000. Let's see, zero red change. Uh, we got plus 34, plus, yeah, plus 34 yellows, plus 23 blues, whites and purples did not change. Uh, the CEO says, Louis, your auntie sent me some cookies. Now I only meant to taste one, but then I ate them all. Sorry, to make up for it, I shall officially make you a cookie specialist. Thanks, boss. Thanks. The game has been saved. Well, that was a delightful Pikmin time, and I hope that you all had some Pikmin fun. Um, I'm gonna call it quits for here. 
Um, don't I don't want to overstay my energy. Uh, but let's see. Let's just uh, let's just hit stop on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have another try this uh, Papillon Monster Butterfly Energy Drink. And I'm gonna say um. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't taste. It has a fruity taste to it, but not in a way where I can tell. the The fruit is kind of extremely neutral fruit flavor, kind of maybe a berry flavor, but it's not. It doesn't have like a sour tang like a citrus. It doesn't really have like the tartness of a raspberry or a cranberry. It's kind of a neutral sweet berry, like a strawberry, blueberry, just generic berry flavor. Um, all of this is extra hard to describe because of the uh, the nature of just any monster drink full of taurine. It has that kind of energy drink version of flavor. So, um, as far as milkiness, I'm going to give it a six, um, in terms of gestalt, I'm going to give it, mm, let me, let me take one more drink. Yeah, yeah. For Gestalt, I'm going to give it uh, a pleasant 53. Um, Zeitgeist. Uh, Zeitgeist is high because it's a monster energy drink, but kind of lowered by the fact that it's like a weird juice flavored and it's got a French word name and then like there's no pictures of what what it is i mean because like so i guess papillon means butterfly but it's certainly not butterfly flavored so what is this supposed to taste like no idea uh which is like not even knowing exactly what you're drinking is major points off on the zeitgeist so zeitgeist i think it comes out to like a 36 um in terms of graphics uh, the butterflies all look very good. So graphics, I'm going to give uh, like a 72. Sound. It's got a delightful... This is a, a, a monster can, 16-ounce uh, can. And when they're like partially drank, then it just provides a bunch of nice deep tones. Uh, so good 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 sound score. Um, sound ranking, uh, I'm not sure the sound is as good as the graphics. So we'll say that the sound is a 65. Um, in terms of the plot, um, I got this because I went to get a mango 
monster from the gas station. And then they had these two flavors, uh, Papillon and Chaos, that I'd never seen before. Um, and there's the discount when you buy two at a time. So I got a standard and a mango, and then a Papillon and Chaos. Um, pretty normal visit to a gas station for energy drinks. So only only 50 points for, for like a plot stories category. Um, and uh, is that six? Graphic sound, plot, gestalt, uh, milkiness, zeitgeist. So yeah, we've gone over six. So um, readers at home, you can total up those numbers and decide where it, where this would stand in the milking it scale. Um, I don't remember any of the numbers that I just said, so I cannot total the numbers. Um, but this has been your bonus episode of the the milking it cast. This is Lokathor, and uh. Um, Esperanto time, and it's time to learn about, uh, countries. Let's go to the tips. Oh, there's five lessons in countries and five lessons in animals. Ah, uh, well, we like to do three lessons and then a review, so maybe we won't do all the countries. Let's go to the tips. Country names and nationalities. Esperanto has a two-part system for naming countries and their inhabitants. This two-part system developed early in the history of Esperanto and is based on the idea of a division in the world into the Old World and the New World. Classic. The assumption was that the Old World countries took their names from the people who lived there. In contrast, New World countries consisted mainly of immigrants and their descendants, so their inhabitants were named after the countries they lived in. Oh, what a problematic assumption. But we're con we'll continue on. So, for some Old World countries, mainly in Europe and Asia, the Esperanto root forms the name of the inhabitant, and the name of the country is formed from it. For other New World countries, mainly in the Americas, Africa, and Oceania, Africa is a New World continent, my friends, uh, the Esperanto root form gives the name of the country and the name of the inhabitant is formed from it. Does that make sense? All right, so group one, mainly New World, the first group takes the name of the country as the root form. Example, Brazil O, Canad O, and inhabitant of the country is formed by adding an, meaning member, in front of the O ending. For example, Brasilanoi lojas en Brasilo. Brazilians live in Brazil. Cadano, Cadana, oh boy, Canadanoi lojas en Canado. Canadanoi, Canadanoi. Um, Canadians live in Canada. Okay, so group two, mainly old world countries. Second group takes the name of the inhabitant as the root form. Example. 
Italo-Germano, and its country name is formed by adding we in front of the ending. That's uh, a U-J. For example, Italoi logas in Italuio. Italians live in Italy. Germanoi logas in Germanuio. Germans live in Germany. Many people prefer to use the ending io for group two rather than the traditional uio. This is how we teach country names here on Duolingo. Traditional, Italuio. Alternative, Italio. Traditional, Germanuio. Alternative, Germanio. Uh, uio versus just io. I like, I like io. That's a little easier on the tongue. About the Americas, Usono refers to the USA, while Americo refers to the entire American continent. So, Usano is a U.S. citizen, while Americano is someone from North, Central, or South America. Hey, it's FF7 material lockdown. That's, uh, that's Bill, right? I think. I don't remember everyone's Twitch names as opposed to their, uh... Yes, es Espra drills today. Um, let's see. Some more accented letters. The following table shows the rest of the accented letters, which are also uh, called Chapeletai Chap Literoi. Chapelitai Literoi. It's Dave. Hmm. Okay. But you're also from, Dave, you're also from the RPG Wonder Years, aren't you? Or After Years or Golden Years? What, RPG Years, right? Because Material Lockdown, I thought Material Lockdown was from the RPG Years cast. You know, good old Dave. Dave, I have a, uh, a new flavor of monster here. It's uh, papillon flavor, P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N, which is apparently French, and it's apparently pronounced papillon. And, uh, oh, it is Bill. Oh, I feel the fool. Bill messed with me. But, so Bill, I have this papillon monster, and um, it's got all sorts of butterflies on it, because I guess papillon is the, is the French word for butterfly. I have no idea what flavor this is. I'm drinking it. It certainly tastes like something. I couldn't tell you what the flavor is at all. It's completely bizarre. Where was I? Accented letters. The following table shows the rest of the accented letters, which are also called uh, chapeletai literoi, literally letters with hats. Oh, wait. Chapelitai. Chapelitai literoi. Literally, letters with hats. So, Esperanto accented H. English equivalent, the CH in loc. Esperanto example, Checha. Meaning, uh, Czech. Like, Czech Republic Czech. I don't know if French people eat butterflies, Bill, but that's what this monster can is implying to me. That French people eat butterflies. 
Uh, Esperanto accented J, English equivalent, the the J in pleasure, which uh, maybe Bill in the UK doesn't speak. Uh, maybe maybe they don't say pleasure. Maybe they plaisir or something. Or they put H's in everything. Plaisir. Uh, Esperanto example, jaudo, uh, meaning Thursday. Um, Esperanto accented U. So we've seen this letter before a whole bunch. English equivalent is W, like in wet. Esperanto example, ao, meaning or. All right, Bill's off to bed. Good night, Bill. Note, accented H is pronounced as a strongly aspirated H, like the ch. In the Scottish word lock. Yes, indeed. Well, I guess I started just in time if you're going to bed. Um, I'll try and do the Zelda 2 stuff, Bill, also. But I think I'll do it tomorrow. Um, where was I? Nope. Accented H is pronounced as a strongly aspirated H, like the ch, or like the ch in the Scottish word lock. Not pronounced, not pronounced lock. While U is normally only used after A and E in the combinations O or U. Like you, Europo. Or, or ow, which is just a word on its own. All right, we're going to hit start lesson. Which of these is France? Uh, estas Francio, a.k.a. Kaulos region. Adamo kai Sofia lojas en Europo. Europo. Adam and Sofia live in Europe. Europo. Italoi manjas bonain pizzoin. Ah. Let's see. Italians eat good pizza. Kie vi lojas? Uh, so Kie is where? So where do you live? Francoi multe shatas kafon. Uh, Francoi, so that's uh, French people. French people uh, really like multe shatas kafon. Uh, Coffee. French people really like coffee. Francio kai Italio estas trebelai landoi. Uh, France and Italy are very pretty. Uh, landoi is like countries, I think? Landoi. Landoi, that's right. Country is like uh, land, like the land of king, whatever. It's country. Uh, France and Italy are very pretty countries. France is a country in Europe. Francio estas lando in Europo. Francio kai Italio estas trebelai landoi. Francio kai Italio estas tre belai landoi. Let's see. Francio kai Italio estas trebelai landoi. All right, we got all the words. 
Mark the correct meaning. The French like cheese a lot. Uh, Francois multi chatas fromagoin. 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 Jo. Not jo. Jo. Fromagoin. 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 Where in Europe does your friend live? So, Kie and Europo. Uh, does your friend live? Uh, Kie and Europo uh, via Amico Lojas? Kie in Europo via Amico Lojas? Does that sound right? I think that's right. Yeah! Oh, I mistyped Amico, but they accepted it. Italians eat good pizza. Ital... Italoi? Italoi mangias bonai... bonain pizzoin. Italoi mangias bonain pizzoin. Uh, Italians eat good pizzas. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. All right, uh, we're going to, huh. yeah, we'll do, we'll do three countries lessons. Uh, Germanio is, uh, Germany. It's our first little question, which of these is Germany. La congreso estas en Europa. Congreso. Congreso. Congress. So, um, it has a less congresso has a less uh, legal a less legal meaning in um, in Esperanto most of the time. There's like a an Esperanto Congress, which is like a an Esperanto meetup, but they don't they don't make laws. There are no laws of Esperanto. Um, the Congress is in Europe. Chuli estas germano? Is he German? Is he a German person? I'm going to put that. Is he a German person? Or is he a German citizen, would maybe? Is he a German? They want... Just is he a German is the correct solution. Okay. Multi homoi en Japanio parolas Esperanton. Multi homoi en Japanio. Uh, many people in Japan parolas Esperanton. Speak Esperanto. Ili visitas la cafeion sed trinkas teon. They visit the cafe. Uh, Sed trinkas teon? Sed. Sed. Oh, but drink tea. I get it. They visit the cafe. Cafes. Cafeon. Uh, wait, cafeon. It's reading that wrong. Let's see. They visit the cafe, but drink tea. Chubritio estas en Europo? Europo? Britio. 
is Britain in Europe? Here's a fun, here's a fun question, friends. Is Britain in Europe? Because when this, when this course was made, Britain was in Europe. And now, I guess it's sort of not in Europe. It's not in the European Union. It's not on the continent. They kind of don't want to be associated with Europe anymore. Except I think it's tanking their economy. Oh well. Uh, is so is Britain in Europe? B R I. Uh, did I spell that right? Britio. B R I T A I N. Is Britain in Europe? We'll spell Europe with a capital E. La voyaggio estas longa. Voyaggio is a uh, voyage or journey. Uh, voyaggio. Or trip. Okay, so the trip is long. Let's see. Do you want to travel with me to Japan? Chuvi volas voyaggi kun mi al Japanio? Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's it. The other options involve something to do with Brazil and something to do with uh, smallness and that other. She voyages al Britio, kie shiai gepatroi lojas. Uh, she voyages. Oh, I missed a lot of those words. She voyages al Britio, kie shiai gepatroi lojas. She voyages al Britio, kie al gepatroi lojas, I think. She voyages al Britio, kie shiai gepatroi lojas. Kie... Shiai. Kie shiai gepatroi lojas. She voyages Albertio, kie shiai gepatroi lojas. Okay, I think that's all right. So that would be she travels to Britain where her parents live. There we go. Ah, yeah, she is traveling to, to Britain where her parents live. Excellent. Adamo kisas la virinon. So Adam kisses the woman. This is a review exercises. Uh, Adam kisses the woman. Easy. Uh, the German comes from Germany. Uh, La Germano venas el Germanio. I don't see sometimes these things. I don't. It might be natural Esperanto to say the German comes from Germany, but in the United States, you generally wouldn't be. You wouldn't be calling a person the German or the Frenchman unless it was some sort of like, like dark comedy movie. 
where it's about a bunch of criminals doing some sort of crime job and so everyone has like a criminal title like based on their task or whatever and then some of them they don't like have a task they're like the fixer and so when you go to meet the fixer you don't know who their name is of course because everyone's a criminal everyone's only going by aliases and so their alias is just the german I could imagine that being that being an appropriate time to just call someone the German. Um, Italians visit the European Congress. Italo visitas la European Congresson. European Congresson. Italo visitas la European Congresson. Yeah, there we go. Chuli estas germano? Ah, this is the one we got wrong earlier. So, is he a German? Ah, that's correct. And this is going to be our third country's. Homoi tralalando parolas esperanton. Tralalando. It's three words there. Tra. La Lando tra. is uh, so tra means throughout or through, depending on. So we have homoi tra lando, uh, humans through the country or throughout the country. Parolas esperanton, speak esperanto. So we got uh, people throughout the country speak esperanto. Throughout is a word that is an English word, but I don't use throughout very often. I think it's fallen into disfavor. Yen la mapo de Canado. Yen la mapo de Canado. So uh, here is the map of Canada. Shout out to Skeleton Pod. Chu Australio estas continento? Uh, Chu Australio estas continento. Continento is what it sounds like, folks. Continento. Continento. It's a continent. So, uh, is, uh, is Australia a continent? Hmm. Let's ask. Is a, is Australia a continent? Well, Google says yes. Ooh, the continent of Australia, sometimes known in technical contests, in technical context by the name Sahul, Australenia, or Meganesia, to distinguish it from the country of Australia, consists of the landmass which... So what's Oceania? So Oceania is a geographical region. Australia, the continent is basically 100% Australia the country. Oh. Well, according to this map, Australia the continent includes Australia the country as well as Papua New Guinea and portions of Indonesia. Okay. So the answer is kind of. All right, back to Esperanto. Chuvi estas en Norteamerico? 
Nordamerico. There we go. Chuvi estas in Nordamerico. Uh, are you in North America? Shout out to this time to to Skeleton Pod and and Kai and 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 um, Troy and I don't know how many of the rest of you. Um, there are other audio only folks who have Americanish accents and they might live in North America, but uh, can't be sure. Mi voyajas al Australio por visiti mian gepatrojn. Mi voyajas al, al Australio. Uh, so I am traveling to Australia. Por? Por. Por is like to or in order to or for, like for the purposes of. So uh, por visiti mian gepatrojn is like to visit... My parents. To visit uh, my parents. Chuvi estas usonano au europano. Chuvi estas usonano au europano. Uh, so, are you uh, a USA person or a European? I'm trying to, I'm carefully trying to not say American because that's a little bit different in an Esperanto context, but, um, are you a United States citizen or, uh, or European? I, I'm going to say, I guess, are you on American? It's probably the answer that the, that the quiz is looking for. Are you an American or a European? I'm thinking that this is what they want. Yeah. That's what they want me to write. A trip through Canada is long. Uh, let's see. Voyajo tra Canada estas longa. There we go. Chuvi estas usonano au europano. This is what we answered just a moment ago. Chuvi estas usonano au europano. Okay. Mark the correct meaning. Are you in North America? Uh, let's see. Chu vi estas in Nordamerico. All right. Hard exercise. We are traveling through Europe to visit them. Uh, so we have ni uh, voyage. Uh... Voyajoy, voyajas. Is that is that right? Oh, voyajas with a with a Joe. Ni voyajas through would be tra, right? Ni voyajas tra Europo. Uh, to visit them. Uh, por, por visiti ili? Is it por? Por visiti, yeah, that's right. Ni voyajas tra Europa por visiti ili. Uh, to visit 
Ely. I think it's Ely without without an accusative. All right, let's hit check. Oh, it's Elin. Oh, oh. Uh, let's see. Which continent is bigger than Europe? Uh, Q. Continent. Q. Continento. Estas. Pli. Granda. Ol. Europa. Quiu continento estas pli granda ol Europo? I think this is right. Yeah! Alright. And then now we have, this is the question that uh, we are traveling through Europe to visit them. Hmm. And Eileen... Huh. Is that the target of the ver? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit check and then click on discuss and see if we have any in the in the discussion portions. There's questions about uh uh. No one asked about Eileen versus Ely. Oh well. Sometimes we'll just have to accept that you put Eileen and you get just get used to it. And I mean, I guess I was close. Like I was thinking to myself, are we supposed to make this accusative? So my brain was already figuring, oh, maybe there's something here. I guess we'll just get used to it. Uh, let's see. So that's that's three countries lessons. And then, uh, I guess we'll do, hmm, okay, so there's six food lessons, so if we do six practices on food, then we, tomorrow we'll do more countries and more food and some animals and stuff, all right, all right. So this is good. He gives us milk. Uh, Lidonas, uh, Lidonas alni lacton. Shout out to the Milk in It podcast. She ne volas aceti vinon. Uh, she doesn't want to buy wine. Uh, I like red wine. Mi shatas, uh, rujan, uh, R U J A A N. Michatas Rujan Vinon, but I do not like white wine. Said me ne Shatas Blancan Vinon. Mi achetas cafon, said Shatas Trinki Teon. Mi achetas cafon, sed mi trinkas cafon. I think that's what it said. Mi achetas cafon, sed shatas trinki teon. Sed shatas trinki 
Have fun. I buy coffee, but said, but like to drink coffee. But like, I buy coffee, but like to drink coffee. That doesn't. Mi achetas cafon, sed chatas trinki teon. Oh, teon. Mi achetas cafon, sed chatas trinki teon. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I, I buy coffee, but I like to drink tea. All right, there we go. Uh, right, says in Esperanto, are you drinking tea? Chu vi trinkas teon? Chu vi volas trinki vinon? Chu vi volas trinki teon? Chu vi volas trinki vinon? Vinon. Chu vi volas trinki vinon? Uh, she can't drink milk. She ne. Oh, what is it? Is it nepovas? Can't. Nepovas. She nepovas. Trinki. Lacton. She nepovas trinki lacton. Does that sound right? I think that's right. Yeah, there we go. Let's see. She ne blank trinki lacton. Uh, povas. That's the one. We just did that. They gave milk to our cat. Ni donas al miacato lacton. Uh... It says that my solution is oh I put I put Ely and they want it I put or right I put knee and I was supposed to put Ely. I put us donate don't uh, us give to my cat milk. Oh that's not good. The woman drinks coffee and water. Uh La Virino Trinkas Cafon Kai Akvon. They give milk to our cat. So, Ili donas al Nia Cato Lacton. Ah, one practice done. Ah, two more food lessons. Oh boy, we've already been at this half an hour. Ah. Uh, I'm going to call it here, folks. This is it for Esperanto for today. And we got... There's so much Esperanto ahead of us. So, uh... So don't you worry. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut off this recording. And then I'm going to record a game that goes with it. I, uh... But then this will come at the end of the episode. So by now, you already know what game I'm going to have played... Uh, what should I play? I guess I guess I will have played editor Dan. Uh, you you can help out here. I don't mean uh, editor Daniel, who is Lokathor. I mean editor Dan from the Dan K podcast. I want you to take this audio and then take this clip 
and edit in what I played and then put this in your podcast if you want. That's what editor Dan K should do. See you folks.